Happy Thanksgiving, you all. I love holiday where what you do is you eat. You eat a lot. It's great. I enjoy gathering with other people with the pure purpose of eating. I think that taste and food is a beautiful gift. I know that a lot of people think about food as purely for fuel, and I admire those people. I am not one of them. I think that food is absolutely for fuel, but I also believe that it's for joy. And I love gathering with people that bring me joy to engage in wonderful, wonderful eating. But today, today's episode's a little bit different. Today's episode, I want us to think beyond the feast. And I want to talk about three gratitude lessons from indigenous cultures. I want to talk about the complexities of this holiday and the way that I struggle with it but how we can also embrace the wisdom of indigenous cultures on gratitude, where gratitude extends to our ancestors, where oral storytelling becomes a powerful practice, and where giving thanks is inseparable from giving back to the community and to the land. I invite you to embrace gratitude as more than just words. It's about action. It's about a profound connection to the past and the future. And I ask you to ponder the question, how can you incorporate these lessons into your own gratitude practices. So get ready to explore the depths of gratitude and uncover its transformative potential. Let's do this, friends. Do you want to feel less scattered and more focused, but the idea of goal setting sounds like adding more pressure to your already pressure-filled life? If so, welcome to the Plan Goal Plan Podcast. I'm Danielle McGue. I'm a professor, mom, planner addict, and recovering overachiever. After years of hustle and grind, I was tired of trying harder. I was ready to try easier. At the intersection of research, practice, and play, I found a purposeful path to planning and goal setting that is fun, simple, and sustainable. If you're ready to try easier, if you're ready to make memories and do meaningful work, grab a pen. I will equip you with tools and practices to clarify purpose, reclaim time, and achieve goals playfully. And lightly. Let's get started. Before we jump into things, I want to offer so much gratitude, so much thanks to each of my listeners. So it hasn't quite been a year since I began my podcast. When I think about how much I've gotten to connect with other people because of this small itty bitty little podcast that I just decided to do, it is an honor that you listen to this podcast. It, it truly is an honor and it means so much to me. It blesses my life in ways that I'm still learning how to articulate fully, but it means so much to me that you are here and you are listening, and I want to connect with you. So if you aren't part of our Facebook community, please jump on there, say hello. Like One of my favorite things is getting to connect to my listeners, to get to say thank you to you in a way where I know what your name is and we can have an exchange. It just means so much to me. But y'all, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Send me an email. I love the exchange. I love the connection. And I want to thank you so, so much. So I believe that gratitude is a way of being. That gratitude practices, when done over time, change how you move through your day. So it's not just about the time that you're engaging in the gratitude practice, but it's about the way that the practice itself changes the way that you pay attention. You start to notice when you're thankful and you begin to give gratitude all of the time. In other words, gratitude isn't just something you give before dinner, before bed, when you journal. It seeps into every single moment of your day. So you may have noticed that I had multiple interview episodes in a row, and that is because 
my family and I went to Disney. It was so magical. It was the exact mix of adventure and rest that I think that we all needed. A huge shout out to my friend Janda who planned the Disney vacation for us. I'm going to be talking about it a lot more and what I learned about planning and goal setting and purpose. But while we were there, I was overwhelmed with gratitude. Overwhelmed. It was, oh, I like had multiple days where I just felt so much emotion, so much gratitude, so much love, so much appreciation. I would just, I would weep. I would weep. If any of my listeners are other Disney weepers, we are one. I appreciate you. But this episode isn't about my Disney trip. So Thanksgiving is a pretty complicated holiday for me. On one hand, the history of Thanksgiving that I was taught growing up is riddled with inaccuracies. I don't know about you all, but when when I was growing up, I was taught that Thanksgiving was when friendly Indians, unidentified by tribe, welcomed pilgrims to America. And they taught them how to live in this new place. And they sat down together for dinner with them. But there isn't much about what happens to these friendly Indians after they have dinner together. It's almost as if they hand off America so that others can create a great nation. That was the Thanksgiving that I was really taught growing up in schools. If you want to learn a little bit more about the history of Thanksgiving, the many myths that accompany the way that we've been taught about it, I would recommend, I'll link this in my show notes, there's an article in the Smithsonian Magazine about the history of Thanksgiving. And in this essay, it also references David Silverman's book, This Land is Their Land. And I recommend reading that as well. Now, my family's own practice of the holiday, to an extent, always seemed divorced of this greater national story or history. We got together with extended family and we feasted. We ate and we ate and we enjoyed each other's company and maybe we went around the table and we shared something that we were grateful for. But usually I ate and I ate and I ate some more and then I took a nap. I have a graduate minor in anthropology and I've always been really interested in cultures and I think just really intrigued by different ways that people move through life. And I find it inspiring and encouraging to know that there are so many different ways that people can live and live well. And I think some of this stems, I grew up in a very, very, very small town in Iowa, and it was a beautiful upbringing. In many ways, I had a very charmed childhood. It was also a very homogenous upbringing. And I know, especially as I got older, growing up in a really small community, I sometimes felt stifled or suffocated by the lack of possibilities for how I might live. And so I think that in studying cultures that were different than my own, I always found hope there that there might be different alternative ways of living that might be possible. As I prepared for this Thanksgiving episode, I struggled a bit with how to hold my complex feelings about this holiday with my love for gratitude practices. I know from research and experience that gratitude helps us with resilience. It motivates us. It improves our relationships and invites mindfulness. There are all sorts of benefits to having an attitude of gratitude, if you will. When I think about my moments, for example, with my family at Disney and feeling overwhelmed with gratitude to the point of tears, I think about gratitude as being almost synonymous with love. That feeling overwhelming gratitude and feeling overwhelming love feels very similar to me. 
But I also know that when I have been in really tender moments in my life, when I have felt very fragile, when I've been struggling with my own mental health, engaging in gratitude practices has almost been painful for me. To be asked to look at my day and a day that felt truly terrible, unredeemable, to be asked to find something to be gracious about, to appreciate when I'm in moments of deep hurt, it's not always easy. And I just want to note this because I do think that it's very easy to romanticize, and I love to romanticize things, but to romanticize gratitude. And so there are all of these benefits, but if you find that you are in a place where really engaging in gratitude feels a bit tender, I want you to know that you're not alone and it's okay. And to just mark how it is that you're feeling, try to note that without judgment. But what I would like to encourage you to do is to continue practicing gratitude, even when it feels tender, even when it hurts, because I truly do believe that over time, having practices of gratitude changes the way that we look at everything. So when I thought about today's episode and my complex feelings around this holiday, I spent some time rereading, rethinking about, contemplating what is it that is unique about indigenous cultures and the way in which indigenous cultures have practiced gratitude. And so I wanted to just share three lessons that I feel like I've learned about gratitude that come from different indigenous cultures. And I want to invite you to find and seek out your own lessons as well to add to the lessons that I'm offering. So my very first one is that gratitude in indigenous cultures often extends to ancestors. So ancestors are respected and honored for their wisdom, their guidance, and the legacy that they've left behind. And so as you give thanks today, I want you to consider how have you benefited from those who came before you? What did they sacrifice to make today possible? And how is your life connected with the lives of your ancestors? And how might you honor that connectedness? My final question is, what can you learn from your ancestors to contribute to the well-being of future generations? I will make sure that I post those questions in the show notes so that you can refer back to them and spend some time journaling, thinking, reflecting, and contemplating those questions. The second thing that I feel like I've learned about practicing gratitude from indigenous cultures is the strong tradition of oral storytelling. I love storytelling. I love the way in which storytelling offers possibilities for learning and transferring knowledge in a way that is much different than, say, a lecture. And so I want you to think about what the stories are that your family tells. And you might even think about what are the stories that your family tells that teaches about the importance of gratitude. And if you're struggling to come up with a story, you might think about What stories could you be telling that you aren't already? That might be a way for you to pass down the importance of gratitude to your children. And how can you incorporate storytelling into your daily practices of gratitude? For example, in my family, one of the ways that we practice gratitude on a daily basis is at the end of each night, my husband asks us, what's your favorite part of today? And we go around and we each say something that we were grateful for having happened that day. And he records it. He writes it down in his phone. One of the things that we could do is, rather than just listing things, is there a way that we could turn 
those bullet points into stories that we could share with one another to tell just a little bit more about our experiences in our day. The third and maybe the most impactful thing that I've learned from indigenous cultures about practicing gratitude is that giving thanks is about giving back. I'm going to say that again. Giving thanks is about giving back. Gratitude in indigenous cultures is often linked to the concept of reciprocity. So thanks is not just about expressing gratitude, but it's about reciprocating and giving back to the community and the land. So as you think about gratitude, think about how you can express gratitude, not just in words, but in action. How as we celebrate this holiday that has such a tenuous history, how can we support, how can we give back to indigenous cultures that have gifted us with lessons like these lessons around gratitude? Do you know which businesses in your local community are owned by indigenous people? Do you buy and read books that are written by indigenous authors? BTW, I'm a huge fan of the book Firekeeper's Daughter by Angeline Bowie. I'll make sure that I link that in the show notes as well. But how can you give back as you give thanks? So when I talk about gratitude as being a way of being, it's not just a way of thinking, it's a way of doing. How do our actions express gratitude? So in conclusion, as we navigate the complexities of Thanksgiving and delve into the heart of gratitude, it becomes apparent that gratitude is not just a fleeting emotion or a ritualistic expression before a meal. It is a way of being. It's a lens in which we can view the world around us, but it's also a way in which we act. So as we gather with our loved ones to feast and express thanks, enjoy that. I love eating. Let's also take a moment to reflect on the unique lessons that we can draw from indigenous cultures. Their practice of extending gratitude to ancestors goes beyond a simple acknowledgement. It is a recognition of the profound impact our forebearers had on our lives. How can we honor their sacrifices and their wisdom? How can we in turn contribute to the well-being of future generations? Let's incorporate strong traditions of oral storytelling into our gratitude practices. Consider weaving storytelling into your daily expressions of thanks, and I hope that by doing so, you will have richer connections to that practice. Finally, indigenous cultures teach us that gratitude is not just about words, it's about action. Giving thanks is inseparable from giving back. How do your gratitude practices move into meaningful actions? In the spirit of learning and growth, I encourage you to sit with these lessons to explore how gratitude can become a transformative force in your life. I wish for you an expansive and inclusive understanding of gratitude, that it may lead us to not only appreciate what we have, but also to actively contribute to the well-being of those around us. Thank you. Thank you for joining me on this journey of reflection and learning. I wish for you a Thanksgiving filled with genuine gratitude and meaningful connections. Until next time. Take care and be well, friends. If this podcast has inspired you, guided you, or just made you laugh, the number one way that you can thank me is by leaving a written review for the show over on Apple Podcast. I'm seriously tickled every time that I hear from you all, so pop onto Instagram and follow Plan Go Plan and digital message me. I want to say hello. I want to geek out about all things planning and goal setting. Keep sensing the possibilities, y'all.